Hello and welcome to the last streamcast of the decade. Ooh. I. Hong Kong. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> oh my goose. god. The title Goose Game. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm Paul Pogba. And. Oh, cool. Yeah. Is that FIFA related or just actual football related? Yes. Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> and. We're going to discuss this decade in gaming. We've had so many games and consoles come and go from the PS4 to the Ouya to the Switch to Soldier Boy's thing well, and. Lots of mistakes there. It's <laughs> alright, so, I mean the Ouya as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, we don't talk about the Ouya. Maybe it did well. I just don't know anything about I'm sure, it. I'm sure it did so well, there'll never be an Ouya too. <laughs> But with the games that have come out this decade, let's talk about our top five, our favourite games. Or do you want to go through some noticeable games of the decade? Noticeable games? Yeah. Oh, well, in that case, it's got like a whole list. Um, so I think like things like, because of the decade, it got started in 2010, but you had games like Bayonetta, Bioshock 2, you had uh, Darksiders, actually. Oh, yeah. Um, Heavy Rain came out. If you remember that, it was like a, it was just narrative based and had like lots of different endings and you controlled like the way the story ran. Just Cause 2, lots of explosions and whatnot. Limbo actually came out in 2010. That counts. Yeah, which was like one of the, it was a really good indie game um, where you just like followed this, this boy on this like really like depressing journey, it seems. Oh. I might be wrong, but it looks a bit down, but it's a really good game. I definitely want to try it out as well. You had like No More Heroes 2 come out, a game I've yet to complete, unfortunately. You've had things like GTA, a plethora of Pokemon games, Infamous 2, lots of Yakuza games. Yeah. Cuphead, difficult game. You had some Dark Souls games come mm-hmm. out, some Sekiro games come out. Uncharted um, as well, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Assassin's Creed Origins. Really top tier games. It's been like a really good decade for gaming, I'd say. Yeah, it's the decade that Last of Us came out. Yes. Bloodborne, the Dark Souls series. Of Ghost course. Of Sleepless Nights. <laughs> Minecraft. Not this oh, decade. I think so. Really? Damn. Let me fact check that real quick. Quick fact check. I know, like, it's been out oh, for ages. <laughs> Look here. Akira and Troy aren't here, right? So there's no case 2011. Nice. And no toxicity from Troy. Yeah, no toxicity from Troy. Um, Pokemon Go was this decade. Mm. The Witcher 3, Red Dead 1 and 2 came yes. out in this decade. You know them, um, what's it called? Like beginning of decade memes, end of decade memes. And you got Red <laughs> Dead 1 and then you got boom, um, Red, Red Dead, Dead 2. 2. And, like, the difference between yeah. games. And then you got a couple of mobile games as well. Temple Run. Yeah, and yeah, Candy and Crush, well. Candy yes, Crush. and Temple Run too. Banging games, yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely, amazing games. Mobile games count as games as well. They and do. I just don't play them. <laughs> <laughs> different type of gamers, different type of gamers. But if we are going to go into our top five, would you like to give us number five from your uh, list? So basically, I have to start with honorable mention. Okay, because. Throughout all of Streamcast, I have gone on and on and on and on and on about God of War. And I think it'd be... like It's definitely one of my games of the decades, but I feel it'd be unfair to just put God of War there because it, it's the obvious candidate. And I like to shine light on other games instead. Um, so I, I guess God of War is going to be my honorary, like, like the, the zero position, which is actually like the strongest position. Oh, yes. Um, so that that's there. But I only talk about it because two things... I've talked about it way too many times. I take that back. Not way too many times. Just a lot. <laughs> um, and I feel like you're going to talk about it as well, so I don't need to talk about it. Yeah, it's funny. Um, That's up there as well. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to switch it up and go a little bit unconventional. I'm going to go with Untitled Goose Game. And not for like the reasons you might think. It's because it reminded me that I can buy a short game, play a short game, have fun, and it's one and done. Or like a couple of nights and then it's done. It's not a big game that I have to devote a lot of time to or like kind of stress out about or like think about how I'm going to beat this boss or do that or find this collectible or like trophy hunt or whatnot. It was just a quick fun experience and I want to play more games like that. So I'm looking to check out things like Limbo, games like Inside, 
um, just short games. Like, just a lot of fun. Because I've realised that I don't have as much time to play, like, the games I really love, like, massive open-world games. I'll play, like, maybe three or four a year, and I'm either, like, busy with something else, or I'm just burnt out, and I'm just, like, I don't want to go into another massive world yeah. game. Like, God of War, absolutely loved it, but I haven't played the, the new game plus yet, just because... I've got other games to play I don't have yeah. time and it's like I've done it I've done the game I've yeah. loved the story and I do want to go back but I just I can't bring myself to do it because I've still got to finish Last of Us 2 <laughs> honestly I was thinking I could bang out Last of Us days. 1 sorry Last of Us 1 um, I was thinking I could bang out in like 2 days nah it did not happen yeah why did you all. why did you think that do you know why because if it was God of War yeah I know that I could just sit there from morning till night and it'll be done but yeah. Last of Us terrifies the shit out of me like I've never got anywhere near a Resident Evil game because I hate them and I think they're <laughs> and what I've done is I've now got Resident Evil that just looks better and <laughs> no, yeah, no, I'm terrified. I don't, I don't like playing it. You got like, Resident Evil with southern accents. That's what you've got. Yeah, basically. Yeah, and I have got clickers and everything. Yeah. And I hate it. I really, I hate the fact that until I get shifts, I can't deal with them. I have to like go around them, and there are certain bits where you have to kill everything in the room. Mm. So if I, I will go against a clicker with a two by four, and I'll be waiting on them, but they'll still come and just eat my neck off, and I'm just like, I don't know what you want me to do. <laughs> That's a very interesting point. Yeah. Um, um, so, Untitled Goose Game. Untitled Goose Game. I like, you know, short, quick games. Now. Yeah, I fair enough. I didn't realise that. Yeah. And, you know, it was hella fun being chaotic. I enjoyed it uh, so yeah, much. Yeah, no, that's, that's true. I mean, I'm sure you enjoyed being your inner animal. Inner animal? Spirit animal. There you go. Thank you. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> Come on, man. I love knocking that kid in the arm. Um, the, in the front Yeah. I took his glasses so many times. Oh, you know what? Yeah, the best part of the game here was I stole something from someone and I made them buy it back again. I feel so awful about doing that. How are you buying something that you had already? I scolded for it. I know. <laughs> the game I never knew I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> Yourself? I think I'm going to start with a game that if you told me I would have liked 10 years ago, mm-hmm. I probably would have laughed or ignored you. Ooh. I'm going to... Give me two clues. I want to guess this. You want to guess this? I want to guess. Give me two clues. Two clues. What game would you hate 10 years ago? Not so much hate, but yeah. like I would turn my nose at it, essentially. Fair. Weapons break. Oh, Legend of Zelda. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the second clue would have been without giving it away. Probably paragliding. That was enough. But um, yeah, yeah, my number five is The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. The reason that's one of my top five games of the decade. It is beautiful. It is so expansive. The world is huge. Massive. It's so ambitious what they've done with it. Mm. It's like a combination of Zelda over the past few decades over the past few consoles we've got Carino Time and Wind Waker and Twilight Princess they brought everything together and kind of shoved it to the side and brought you a whole new game the themes they kind of done away with and it's kind of this own standalone game mm. and the reason why I would have turned my nose up at it is because growing up I was a PlayStation fanboy and Legend of Zelda looked childish to me on the box art, so I never would buy or play. Well, even Twilight Princess, that was quite like gritty. And uh, was that on the GameCube? Don't look yeah. Never bought it. Well, fair enough. Because I had the PS2, and yeah. Yeah, fair I enough. never had interest in buying the other console. When I bought the Switch, I knew Breath of the Wild was a game you just had to have on it. 2017, I didn't play Breath of the Wild, but I couldn't argue against it being Game of the Year. Mm. It was that good. And actually playing it I'm like I get it I get why there's such a hardcore fan base I get why people love this game why everyone from 10 year olds to 45 year olds love this series and I've still yet to complete the game because it's just that long I have conquered the first divine beast I'm pretty sure I don't think I've got that far (laughs) big games just throw me off I'm just like Okay, I'll do this. I'll do... Nah. I need a sabbatical to finish this game. I need, a, I need to be pointing in the right direction. Like, <laughs> nah. And that's another thing I love about this game. Mm. It doesn't hold your hand. Every weapon breaks. No matter how cool or how strong they are, they will break. Even the Master Sword, apparently. Which is like the oh. best sword ever. Oh. <laughs> I heard the Master Sword break. 
<laughs> I'd be scared to use it then. I think I think there's a mechanic that brings it back. Oh, okay. But, but anyways, like but, yeah, old news. There's no safety. Every weapon breaks. There's a stamina bar which I love. You have to be very tactical with how you play. You can't just run in and you know mash a button to beat everyone. I hate that. And you will find there are some enemies that you actually can't beat it's when you first them. approach them. Yeah. So I do like games like that. It has been one of those games that have sh- it has shaken the industry. Mm-hmm. So when that game came out, everyone's eyes were open. It's like, okay, that's what we have to beat now. Yeah. And that's why it's up there for one of my games of the decade. There's actually a PS4 clone of it coming out. Don't remember the name, but it looks very similar. Plays really quite similar to it. What yeah. game is this? Uh, I don't know the name. I just like saw it in passing, saw a video, and I was like, "This does look very Zelda-esque." But it's hmm. a mark of a good game. Yeah. Because um, like you know how nowadays in like a lot of open world games, like there'll be the the whole stealth mechanic where there's a little like, yellow icon when they're alerted and it goes red and yeah. like, oh no, I chase them and that's like the the now go-to stealth mechanic in a lot of open world games. So it's like. If it's a winning formula, other people are going to take it. Yeah, absolutely. You're number four. Number four? Oh, mine is in, like, no particular order. <laughs> oh, um, I mean your next one. Oh, next one. Yeah, so actually, speaking of, like, the whole, like, stealth mechanic, um, about how people are alerted when it's yellow, and then, like, when the bar fills up to red, you're in danger. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Okay. Absolutely breathtaking and stunning game. I've said this so many times. It... Did it get Game of the Year when it came out? I can't remember. No, because um, it came out the same year as Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild it was just unfortunate. It. it was just one of those years, yeah. Um, it was such a jam-packed year. I enjoyed it more than I will Breath of the Wild, probably, because it, it, it took the world we live in and it just said what would happen if we fucked up. If we didn't look after the planet we lived in, we would probably get something like... Well, we're not going to get something like this, but it could be something we get. Yeah. Because, like... So, have you played Horizon Zero Dawn yet, by the way? I have played it. I haven't finished it. I haven't finished it. Wait, you're doing yourself a disservice. I'm... You know what? I'm getting through Last of Us, and then I'm going through Horizon. Alright, fair enough. Um, Yeah, it's just a really good game. Uh, Visuals, amazing. Sound is just beautiful. It fits the world perfectly. And when you play the game, you get to... You actually get to unpack the world itself and the story. So the further you go, you understand why the world is the way it is, um, why you can do certain things, why the world has kind of devolved, but also evolved at the same time. Because you've got all this like high-tech gear. You've got all this high-tech gear, but you've got a... What's what I'm looking for? A, a more like a prehistoric like kind of people yes. living there. Yeah, yes, it's yes. a really nice juxtaposition. Yeah. And, ah, oh, mate, the story. So, like... I didn't even I didn't even think about it when I played it. Like you play as like a strong woman, um, and she's the protagonist, and like looking back on it, it, it was it was so good they made her a woman because like obviously back then, like well you don't see it in this game actually because generals aren't a thing. You've got like women who are chiefs and whatnot, so I don't know what I'm talking about, but it was it was just mad to see like she was just the rebel basically, and it didn't matter what their norms were. She was just like, no, I'm gonna do it my way. I'm gonna do it like this, and I love that. Like I always love. The, the rebel the person who like just breaks the rules the person that does what they want that's what Aloy did and like she absolutely changed the face of the entire world really because the world's smaller now because it's just lots of tribes and she meets most of the tribes in the world and she becomes a big part of these tribes and saves them from themselves because they're all very ignorant they're all very stupid um, and she helps them get like just over this nonsense and the fact that you can kill massive dinosaurs like that's all I ever wanted to do as a kid and there's no ethical like dilemma because they're just robots so no one's getting hurt do you know what I mean um, and you can just pick up like their weapons and use them against them again I love that because obviously like it's, it's impractical to carry like a massive um, chain gun doesn't make sense however rip off your target and use it against them practical so uh, the game's just built really well you can play it however you want you can play it stealthily all guns blazing, which doesn't always work because you are very squishy. These are, you know, huge machines. beasts. Do you know what I mean? Um, or you can like play it very as a hunter. You are actually a hunter, so you can like you can lay traps. You can shoot um weapons that you know corrupt the machine, just technically poison, paralyze the machine, freeze it, and then when you freeze something, you shoot like hard arrows at it. It does more damage. I just love oh. that. I love it so much. 
it, it sort of reminds me of like Pokemon with a bit more depth because like this thing's not frozen but Pokemon if you like hit something frozen with a tough move it doesn't do anything like if you hit with fire or the frost mm-hmm. but in this you hit with a tough move because it's already um, brittle it does more damage I like ah. attention to detail the game just gives you so much and the story is amazing it just builds on itself in the world and I could just ramble on and on and on and on about Horizon Zero Dawn I need to write a blog post because I'm just rambling right now but if you haven't played Horizon Zero Dawn <laughs> you need to play this game if you own a PS4 and if you don't own a PS4 you need to pawn your Xbox get rid of it get a PS4 <laughs> a superior console and buy Horizon Zero Dawn you will not regret it at all I'm keeping all of that in. <laughs> oh, the passionate speeches are what I love about this. Um, yes, that's definitely something I've noticed about Horizon Zero Dawn. There is a perfect balance between futuristic mechanical beasts and the prehistoric mindset of the people dwelling there. Yeah. And it's so weird how they've made that marriage complete and it's not awkward, it's not out of place at all. I mean, certain games couldn't pull that off. Certain yeah. writers couldn't pull that off. And it just looks so smooth, so yeah. natural. It's on hiatus now because I'm trying to complete Last of Us. Mm-hmm. So basically what you're saying is like it's on the levels of Hunter x Hunter. That's, that's what you're saying. Horizon Zero Dawn? Yeah, is that what you're saying? Yeesh, just, I don't know. Just, just put it on hiatus. Just, just <laughs> Hunter x Hunter is always on hiatus. That's what you're saying, basically. You're putting it up um, there. I like that. I respect that. Aloy is on level with Gone. <laughs> Gone, you know, get out of here, man. Gone. Put some respect <laughs> on her name. I gone, mean, like, Nen. Uh, mediocre main character. Nen Unleashed, name. gone. There you go. All right. I mean, That's he's been fine. eating his rice and cabbage. He's been squatting. Yeah, he's right, been doing cool. them bench presses. Nice, nice. He's all got right. the hair routine. He's doing it. That's true. Yeah. Bro, his hair, man, that was sleek, bro. 65 inches. Ooh. Boy. Maybe they, they're not going to have to They're coming for him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, my next one might be a bit. Why are you picking this one? Dragon Ball Fighters. The reason I picked this one, Dragon Ball is my favorite anime series of all time. But this is a game, this Fighters game is a game that actually stays true to the original source material, but it's so fun and it's very high level to the fact that it was um, the highest watched Evo competition of all time until Smash Ultimate broke that. And... I've really enjoyed watching people like Goichi and Sonic Fox. I think it's just been something that's been a long time coming for me to 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 be a fan of a series and watch it become a game that is just loved and respected by everyone. Because even the original Budokai series and then the Tenkaichi series were only really loved by the Dragon Ball fans. Yeah. And the people who weren't Dragon Ball fans are like, eh, yeah, you know, they wouldn't care about it. It wasn't like Street Fighter or Tekken or Mortal Kombat. But Fighters is that game that is respected by fighting game fans who aren't Dragon Ball fans, as well as Dragon Ball fans who aren't fighting game fans. So it actually plays like a real fighting game, basically. Yeah, it is a fighting game mm-hmm. with just Dragon Ball's license. I don't know, though, because like, I've seen a lot of infinite loops. Like, doesn't that break fighting games? And you can just like keep looping someone and then just win, and they don't have like any input. Isn't it meant to be like more balanced than that? I don't play fighting games a lot, so maybe I'm just chatting rubbish. It is balanced, but... Fighters is all about getting the first hit. Ooh. So if you can get the first hit, then you can mess them up and you can take a whole health bar if you're that good. And people are just cool with that. That's, that's just the nature of Don't get hit first. Fair enough. All right. There's a lot of things you can do to ensure that you don't get hit first. So, so yeah. like there's the block feature, there's a reflect feature, um, there's a teleport, there's a switching. Um, you can call an assist as well to do a distraction or to actually try to open them up. Yeah. Because um, Goichi is actually really good at defensive play. And once you watch him play, it's like the other guy will have like all three of his guys on the screen, and Goichi's not getting touched at all. It's oh, it's almost like watching the show. Yeah. Um, I think that's just something I've wanted to see for a long time. When non Dragon Ball fans say, "I'm not a fan of Dragon Ball, but this game is it." So yeah. Good. So yeah. Uh, that's why it's one of my games of the decade. It's a good choice. Thanks. Yeah. I think your uh, next one. I think my next one is it's just a game I had a lot of fun playing it's Saints Row the Third okay yeah so like I got this game I wasn't thinking anything of it because I think I didn't play the second game I think I played the second game after this but I got it thinking yeah this is quite fun give it a try 
because I've never really big, been a big fan of GTA, and I know Saints Row doesn't take itself very seriously. Saints Row the Third did not take itself seriously at all. Um, so I think like at the end of the first mission, like you're you're in a plane that's falling and you punch your way out of the plane and you beat someone up in midair, you probably kill someone, you ruin half of the city, then you land and you kind of own some of the city, but then like you lose your territory and you got to like fight for it back. And it's, it's just this really crazy ride where like sometimes you can be in a car with a, with a lion, no, with a tiger actually, and you got to like get to your destination. Other times you got like, this massive dildo bat and you got like hit people. <laughs> wait, 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 yeah, wait, 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 what? Yeah, <laughs> a, like, a, a massive what? An actual like dildo bat with dildo physics that you hit people with. Oh my god! It's surprisingly satisfying to like smash someone in the head with it because you can really feel the impact and you know I, they're not coming back I, up. I, they're, I bet they're down. They're down. Um, and uh, there's, there's actually still a plot there, so like you're actually fighting against like the city itself, and you can steal like like high tech um planes and whatnot tanks. Uh, military equipment and this game just doesn't take itself too seriously it's just a lot of fun and I absolutely love sandbox games so like the rest of my list is just sandbox games okay and this is just a game where I could just like go around play and just do whatever have fun and it's just a lot of fun that's it I just had a lot of fun story missions were fun and that was it that's all I can say about Saints Row the Third it was fun I don't think it <laughs> It, it did anything groundbreaking or whatever. I don't think it changed the industry or whatever. It was just a lot of fun. Fair enough. Simple as crazy missions too. Yeah. Really stupid missions. There was one where like you, so you're a henchman. Um, he joins your team, but for some reason they they're cloning lots of him because like he's dench and whatnot. Okay. And he's just there like naked, suspended somewhere, and you free him, and he just joins your gang, and like you have to recruit homies and whatnot, and they join you, and it is like GTA, but I don't know, man, just. It was a lot more fun. Mm. Cool and yeah. I like purple. Oh, fair yeah. enough. Since yeah. Yeah. Yours? Hmm. My next one. That's actually in my notes. I had fun start to finish. Those are my notes about Saint Children. <laughs> that is it. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll put the obvious one in now. God of oh, War. Here we go, here we go. God of War. I was thinking about which way I'm gonna drop it. I, I think I did it this way. Yeah. I don't know what else I can say about God of War. Um, if you were to put my DNA into a game, it would be God of War. Uh, it's got the right amount of emotional, comedic, and action. Mm-hmm. So it's a perfectly balanced game, and it's not like those games where you know they have those annoyingly um, uh, uh, janky moments when you know, like you're trying to like pause, or you're trying to like, um, do some RPG stuff, like heal yourself, and then you get shot or you get hit by something because you're, you know, you're just standing out of, yeah, you know where you, where you thought you were. Um, God of War is a completely intentional game where I haven't noticed any bugs. I don't know if there have been any. I haven't noticed any. I can't remember any. Um, oh, there is one massive bug. Um. It should be longer. <laughs> that's it. Uh, that's why. I mean, to be fair, it's a pretty long game. It it's, a, it's a moderately long game. Yeah, it I feel it, it's it's the right amount of time because if it's too long, yeah, it's breath of the wild. That's true. I just want more, man. I just I, just, I need more. I, need <laughs> <my fix. laughs> I mean, I I feel I don't know. I feel everything was perfect with that game. Honestly, uh, everything from the E3 uh, promo to the um, uh, opening theme song, mm. the OST, the voice acting cast that they've got there. Brilliant. When TC went, I was like, what's going on here? But Chris Judge, he did it justice. I, I can't fault him. Yeah, yeah. can't. can't do it, was, it. it was a really good choice. Um, the, the visuals were like, oh... So this is what the PS4 has been packing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You know I mean? All right. Now you're ready to play. You don't have the Pro, do you? I don't have Pro. Neither do I. But I feel like... I think I know this, but it's better on the Pro as yeah, well. Yeah, so 100%. It gets better. 100%. The Pro makes all the AAA games um, look amazing. So like your Horizon Zero Dawns, your God of Wars, mm-hmm. your Spider-Mans, they're going to look even so better, good, even yeah. more crisp. Um, in 4K. Oh. <laughs> 
Um, and it had the perfect amount of mystery. Mm. So I am 100% intrigued for a sequel. There's been no God of War news since the game has come out. I love that. And we're still talking about what's going to happen in the next game. Mm-hmm. Our interest in this game hasn't died down. And it's a single-player game with no online. With no yeah. DLC. It doesn't need it. I can't remember the last time I've played a game that hasn't had DLC. So, it... it it's because they're working on the next game, and I love that. Like, that's exactly how it should be, in my opinion. I've paid my £50 or whatever, mm-hmm. and I got a whole game. Yep. I didn't get... You know the burger analogy, yeah. you know? I paid £10 and I got my whole burger. I didn't pay £10 and get the meat. And then I have to pay another £5 for the bun, and another £2 for the lettuce, another £3 for the, you know, tomatoes. And, you know, I still got bugs in my burger. So, it's... it's EA games. <laughs> <laughs> it's, everything was done right with that game. Mm-hmm. And I feel we've already discussed the story as well. It's amazing. Atreus, Kratos, their relationship... Spot on. I was ready to be a dad. <laughs> now not anymore, but next game, I'll be ready again. I'll be ready again. When, when Last of Us 2 comes out, or God of War 2 comes out. I don't even think I'm going to touch Last of Us 2, you know. Just, I'm scared. I'm terrified of that game. Man, you have to get over your fear and kill those damn clickers. I am. I'm killing them. Yeah. I'm still scared. Because <laughs> more come. <laughs> Although, I'm not going to lie, like, when there's lots of clickers in the room, it's it's not so bad because I don't have to worry about runners getting in the way. I can just, like, try and get around all of them. Mm. And that's okay. I, I, can, I can get beyond that. Try to use the Molotov. I love the Molotov. That gets rid of them. One hit. Yeah. Done. But it's just crafting them because, like, yeah, I can't yeah. just throw Molotovs everywhere. I wish I could. Yeah. In a perfect world. I mean, that, that's a re- another reason why Last of Us is so great because... You have to be very precise and intentional with your inventory. I don't want to be. I want to be reckless. I mean, you play Sekiro, so you obviously know how to be intentional and careful. So, I don't know what your excuse is. <laughs> no, in Sekiro, I'm fighting humans. In this, you have these these flesh-eating monsters <laughs> where logic doesn't apply to them. No. Not at all. So, like, it's annoying. I'll throw a brick somewhere... And instead of the clickers to go to the brick, they'll come to me. That's so Oh dirty. my god, yes! I hate that! So the runners will actually go to where the sound went, yeah? yeah? And then the clickers will be like, it went from it came from over there and chase you. Your brain has been eaten! Like there's an actual plant growing out of I your head. I have no idea how Why that... do you have logical sense? I have no idea. Why do you have spatial reasoning? You don't need this. <laughs> but yes, uh, and you know Many say God of War doesn't exist without Last of Us, but I feel God of War took inspiration from Last of Us. And if you play God of War, it's not Last of Us. They're completely different games. Mm, yeah. Although you can completely see where the inspiration is coming from. I see where they're coming from, but uh, they're different. Exactly. There are other games which I feel have pretty much copied Last of Us. And if you play that game, these games and you play Last of Us, you're like, oh, this is pretty much the same thing, but there's... What games are these? I don't know. I haven't finished Last of Us, so I don't know. Okay, you want me to, you want me to say names? Just one. Just, just one, one game. Curious. Days Gone. I think Days Gone plays pretty much like Last of Us with no kid. And a motorcycle. I guess. But then they've got that whole, like, horde mechanic where, like, you have to fight, like, 500 zombies at once. Yeah, zombies. Sound mighty close to clickers. But then you could just say that Last of Us is just Resident Evil. So even the health bar looks mm-hmm. like Last of Us, and the way oh, you in like days in Days Gone, yeah. and the way you like, oh, you, like you can you can cr- um, craft like the health kits. Yeah. You can craft weapons and stuff. It just looks like Last of Us. Damn. I mean, yeah, it looks very un- uninspiring. I think that's a game that took inspiration from Last of Us and didn't have enough originality to come up with anything. Is Days Gone a Sony um, PlayStation yeah. exclusive? Yeah, it's on the only on PlayStation series. It's the same umbrella console, <laughs> so, I mean, might be some crossover every now and then. Who cares? I mean, if that's what it is, if it's in the same universe or something, fair enough, but I don't think it is. Oh, that'd be cool if it was, you know. That would be cool. I'd have to bang it, yeah. But I don't think it is. Yeah, I think it's just a different version of Last of Us, yeah. personally. 
And I think that's uninspiring. If a horde of zombies comes at me in Last of Us, I'm never playing that game again. I'm gonna drop it. I'll <laughs> never pick it up again. I mean, maybe there, there, maybe there will be that mode in the sequel. I'm not getting the sequel then. We have to do is play the main story anyway. So oh, it's, man. It's not wow. I don't even want to do it now. I'm so scared. <laughs> I don't like this game, you know. Oh my days. <laughs> oh my axe. I want my Leviathan axe, man. Uh, yeah, the axe. There's something. There's something very manly about that axe. Yeah, the combat is just second to none. I haven't played a single player game with a better combat system than God of War. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not gonna lie. I think like um. I had a smooth face before I played God of War and then like after my playthrough I, I just had like all, all this beard and I was like what's, what's going on? I feel like I've aged like five years That's because it took you five years to complete the game man That's a lie <laughs> It took me a couple months on and off play um, no, One month I think one month a couple weeks That's really good that's a really good timing mm. but uh, yeah that's why God of War is my one of my games of the decade, it just, again, changed the scene of gaming. It was one of those games that came out and people were like, okay, right, now we see what we're up against. It cleaned up. I mean, and it was a jam-packed year. We had Marvel Spider-Man. We had Red Dead Redemption 2. Do you know what I mean? Just left it in the dust. I mean, there was a big argument with some people whether God of War or Red Dead 2 is better, but... I mean, you know, the awards happen, and, you know... I feel the stats don't lie. Yeah, do you know what I mean? You can't get that many awards (laughs) if you're doing something, right? Riddle me that. (laughs) I mean, maybe instead of working on, you know, horses' balls, you could work on your, you know, everything else. Yeah. Get to God of War's level. Like fast travel. I don't know. (laughs) Is there no fast traveling? Um, it's weird there? from what Jordan told me. Okay, damn. Yeah. Like, it's not as smooth as... Like, Spider-Man's fast travel is good. You know what? If you play Spider-Man and you fast travel, there's something wrong with you. Enjoy the web swinging. Well, you have to get the trophy, so you have to do it sometime. Yeah, that's a good point. I'm not going to lie. I, didn't even, I would never have used the subway if I didn't know it was a trophy. I had no intention <laughs> Of sitting foot on the floor, <laughs> that dirty floor of New York City. No. Oh yeah, random people doing barbecues up on the subway. That was weird. Um, I think you know one time people had a Royal Rumble and they're like dressed up. <laughs> I mean, it sounds right to me. It sounds like the subway to me. Like, I yeah. Don't the giant rats. Don't forget the giant Whoa. rats. Oh. But speaking of Spider Man, that brings me nicely into one of my top Ooh. five games and it's going to be Marvel Spider-Man nice because you know what's mad in most uh, Spider-Man reviews everyone always says the same thing makes you feel like Spider-Man and they repeat that over and over and over again now when they could use they could probably use like a better choice of words but they're not wrong it does you play the game the web swing is amazing it works uh, even the way you fall through the sky you can feel the wind like rush, um, rushing through you. The fact that when you're swinging and when you're not swinging, there are two different audio tracks. One stressing that you're, you're web swinging and you know you're like you're doing physical activity, and one where you're just on the floor and you're not as exert, um, exerted. And that's such a great touch. The fact that so actually I went to a a, a Unity meetup and there was a guy who was a sound designer. His name Sergio, and he used Spider as a great example of how like uh, music is so important in gaming and when you start web swinging there's a track that plays and this track plays every time you start web swinging and it stops when you stop web swinging and the track just fits I love that track by the way it's so good it's like you are now the superhero look after the city Mm -hmm. this is your responsibility Mm -hmm. this is your burden like do what you can I have never heard something fit so perfectly and it's not it's not even a passive thing it's an active thing you start swinging and then boom there you go you're now a superhero and then you stop and then things kind of like calm down a little bit yeah it's really cool yeah the fact that you see peter parker's like struggles with his real life so spoiler alert for like the next 10 seconds you actually see him get evicted from his house that is such a peter parker thing peter parker's life is trash he's got (laughs) This awful girlfriend, uh, Mary Jane. Ugh. She really should start dating either um, Black Cat, Felicity. I think you should just awesome. be single for a while. Or just be single for just a while. Just be single, man. Love yourself, girl. Peter. Do you know what I mean? Pay your damn rent. 
pay your damn rent. Uh, Aunt May, who like, depending on which, which iteration of like Spider-Man you're, you're watching or playing, like, is sometimes prone to sickness or villains coming along and just ruining her day. Like in the films, you had uh, Otto Xavius like just nicking her. In the cartoons, I think they find out who Spider-Man is at some point, might be wrong, and then they just go into like Aunt May's house and just cause like trouble. Ah. And it's a bit of a mess. Uh, the fact that he struggles with like grants and whatnot for like his uh, his studies and whatnot mm. to like um, further his pursuit as a scientist. Like he, he, he goes through a lot and then he comes and saves the city as well. Yeah. And they've got that side of it perfect. And the humour is there. Spider-Man is a funny character. You cannot have a Spider-Man game without him cracking wise, without him being witty, without him being fast. Like, Spider-Man is a funny guy. And he has to be because his life is shit. Like, <laughs> he needs to, like, express himself right. somehow. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And they get it perfectly. And the icing on the cake, you've got J. Jonah Jameson. Pulitzer Prize winning. Two time. Two time. <laughs> J. Jonah Jameson. And he's now modernised. He's left the bugle. He's got his podcast. And he can chat as much shit as he wants. Man. And I saw on the podcast, chatting as much shit as you want is just, it's one of the best readings ever. Uh, and you know what? And his viewers, like, they either, they really love what he's saying, they really go against it, but Jonah does not care he's himself. There's one guy here, and Jonah just rips him apart. Like, he's complaining about it, and it's, and Jonah's like, so what do you do? You're a plumber, yeah? Why don't you stick to fixing drains? And I was like, Jonah, you can't say this. It's a respectable job, right? Plumbers get paid really well, too, as well. Yeah. Um, you can't say this. These are like your listeners, your viewers. Um, and all the personalities, all the characters, the people that you expect, it's just there. And it just works. And even the DLC, Black Cat is so Black Cat. She's very manipulative. She lies to Peter Parker outright. Just uses him to get exactly what she wants. And then she fucks off. (laughs) It's just done so well. Classic. All the characters are done really well. And like even the, the story that you get and the way you see the characters change and grow as you play the story, really well done just a standout game if if Red Dead Redemption hadn't come out that year if God of War hadn't come out that year Spider-Man would definitely be game of the year oh yeah absolutely it was such a great game and you made great points Spider-Man is probably one of the most relatable superheroes out there because of his his issues are all like normal yeah he can't pay rent he's got a horrible girlfriend Um, he can't you know make enough money to Pursue his dream job. You know, it's, with his big degree. Exactly. He's got a PhD and a master's as oh, well. He spent all those years studying for this. I mean, he's a very human superhero. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. And I think at one point, Stanley's like, he really wants Spider-Man to have a mask so everyone can identify with him. Yeah. Mm. That's Perfect. Touch, yeah. yeah. So my next one is going to be Sonic Mania. I'm not surprised. You absolutely love that. You adore that game. I I do. It's so good. I mean, it's similar to Dragon Ball because I found Dragon Ball Z and Sonic around the same time in my life, I think. I think Sonic was first, actually, Mm -hmm. because I had a Dreamcast before anything else, very young. And um, I remember two games on that. Well, three now because of EGX. Mm -hmm. Sonic Adventure, Virtual Fighter 3, and Ready to Rumble. That's a sick game. That's a good game. They should remake that. (laughs) Um, And Sonic Adventure was such a fun game. You know, Sonic has such a cool design. It was so cool to just run around as him. And I felt that Sonic Mania... Almost brought me back to that time period. Mm-hmm. But this is a 2D game, and Sonic Adventure was a 3D game, obviously. But Sonic Mania, I think, is the best Sonic game of all time. Bar none. Mm. Better than Sonic Adventure Battle 2? Or Sonic Adventure 2, whatever you call it. Bar none. But even Sonic 06? Especially Sonic 06. It's no use! Get that silver trunks out of my sight! 
Sonic Mania does this really amazing thing of absolutely no dialogue, but being able to tell your story succinctly. That's good. And I can't remember the last time that's been done Mm -hmm. in gaming. The game is very challenging. It's not easy. Uh, There is not a difficulty level. So, I mean, the game's a game. So everyone struggles the same. Yes, everyone struggles the same. Mm -hmm. Apart from that one guy on YouTube who just bosses every level first time and has 650 lives by the end of the game. There's there's always someone like that. And I'm just like, you know what? You're just showing off. It's a big one. Someone's going to be You're just showing off. But, um... Yeah, the game is amazing, it's challenging, it's beautiful, it's vibrant. Uh, you can play as Sonic and Tails, you can play as Sonic, you can play as Tails, you can play as Knuckles, and they all have their individual powers. Why can they all run as fast as Sonic, though? That's what I find weird. I don't know. I actually don't know for that one. Okay. So the the differences I've noticed is that Knuckles can climb up walls and can glide. Yeah. Tails can fly mm-hmm. and he can swim. Yeah. He can breathe underwater. So he wins, basically. He's, he's pretty much a really good all-round character. So what you're saying is Tails is the strongest character in the series. He's not the strongest, but he's the most versatile. I mean, get them in some water and Sonic just loses. That's true, but he can jump really high and run really fast. He'd probably run on water. That is true. Fair enough. So he'd have to be stationary to sink. And yeah. Sonic can go Super Saiyan. Oh, yeah, so- but he needs the Chaos Emeralds. Ah, he needs true. all seven of them. That's true. Where the superior Sonic, Shadow, only needs one. That's no, no, he needs, he needs seven as well to go super. Oh, no, he has to use Chaos Control. He can do Chaos Control if he has one, yeah. Fair enough. But Sonic is useless with one, basically. Yeah, yeah. With Sonic Mania, you do have a secret ending if you do manage to collect all seven Chaos Emeralds, oh, nice. which I'm trying to do now. It's yeah. really difficult because it's weird. They're like mini-maps to get the Chaos Emeralds, and the first one is pretty easy. But as you go into second and third and fourth and so on, they get harder. There are more pitfalls. Um, basically, you're running around on the track trying to get this Chaos Emerald, which is on a contraption before the time runs out. Mm-hmm. And um, it's hella weird. But Sonic Mania is great. The soundtrack is amazing. It's been inspired by previous Sonic games and just brought to the 21st century. Um, there is a unique level called Studiopolis, which is cool. It's just based off like Hollywood. It has been very refreshing to see a Sonic game that is like, this is more than just passable. This is actually really damn good. But it takes a lot from its, like, its 80s, 90s roots, doesn't it? Yeah, it's a homage. So, does that mean Sonic isn't fit for, like, the modern day? Sonic isn't fit for, like, 3D? Like, is Sonic never gonna get to that point like Mario has? Um, that depends. I think it depends on the team making the game because it's more than possible. Um, of course, we've talked about Adventure and Adventure 2, which are two of the most popular Sonic games ever. They're 3D, mm-hmm. so there will always be the market for 3D Sonic games. Yeah, it's, it's doable. It's, it's doable. It's doable, yeah. But I do, I do agree with you that I think 2D Sonic games kind of just work better. Mm-hmm. It's just less to worry about, less jankiness, less bugs. It's just clearer, and you can do you can kind of do more stuff with the two D anyway. Like you can make it harder. You can do stuff with the levels. Yeah. If you ever play Sonic Mania, you get what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it was it was really good to see a, a franchise that I thought was dead and buried just you know come back to life with a you know a game all out of the blue. Like has there been a Sonic game that's like the new Super Mario Brothers? So you know how like. Mario has moved to 3D, but it's still got, like, the, the 3D kind of 2D side-scrolling game, but sure. it just looks very clean. Like, has there been a Sonic game that's like that? So it's just been cleaned up, looks really nice, but it's still 2D. So that seems to work for it, and that could be what works. Um, Does that exist yet? I mean, Sonic Generations might be there. But that was more of a, a compilation of, like, kind of old games and levels from, like, old games. Uh... Yeah, but... So, like, they all have a plot as well, so I guess the plot kind of worked with the game. So they kind of had old-school Sonic pulled in with modern Sonic, and then they had to work together, so that's why you had some of the older levels come back. Mm -hmm. So there was a reason behind them bringing back the older levels. Um, But I I don't know. I I feel the official team working on Sonic games needs a big, big... 
change, like a wholesale change. Everyone needs to go and they need to get new people in, like the Sonic Mania team, the Sonic Generations team. We need to get like young uh, Sonic fans on this on this thing because I think they actually get the passion for this character and they understand what kind of games would work best for this franchise. Like you want to design the next Sonic game? I'm too busy doing streamcast stuff. Oh, yeah, fair I I can't do double duty. <laughs> what do you think this is? Uh, and your fifth and final game of the decade. Before I even start, like mixing coffee and Budweiser is a terrible idea. I feel terrible right now. <laughs> uh, but I think my before I even go into my final one, I got to do two like honorable mentions. Uh, Last of Us is just pending. I know Last of Us is an amazing game. Um, you know what? it's not even pending anymore. Actually, it's not. So I've got here in my notes. Pending until I completed it. But you know what? I'm just not a big fan of Last of Us. Really? I just want to get through I hate the zombies. I want to get through it and move on. Don't get me wrong. I'm loving the story. I want to see the interactions between Joel and this kid. Um, It's Joel, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, The fact that, you know, what happens at the start with Joel and his, his life before everything, you know, hits the fan. It's really interesting. Don't get me wrong. I just don't want to go through all these zombies, you know. I think I'd rather just watch a Let's Play. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm going to finish it, but I'm not touching the second game, you know. Uh, Fair. And then Middle of Earth Shadow of War is my other honourable mention. Sure. Because for me, that was just a, a Lord of the Rings game just done really well. And it's not even Lord of the Rings. It just uses their world and like has its own kind of story. Done really well. You, you, you find out more lore about the rings and you get all these like powers because like, you, you share a body with a wraith. And he like gives you the power to like just dominate orcs, and you can create like an entire army from them, and you can just like clash your armies together, and it's just literally like a sandbox where you can have fun in the world of Mordor. Really cool game, a lot of fun. Uh, but my my last on the top five, and it's probably obvious at this point, uh, Sekiro. Sekiro was a game that just challenged me. Um, it made me feel rage I, I'd never felt since God of War 3 to <laughs> um, but it was always rewarding any mistake I made was my mistake all my achievements were my achievements and it, it was never the game trying to be difficult with me it was just okay there's a certain like pattern you have to learn and once you learn that you're good and there's a lot of lore in the story as well so not everything is explicitly told to you. You kind of have to like, you know, look for the clues, put things together. Uh, sometimes the game can be so frustrating that you probably won't notice it until your second playthrough. So thankfully there are videos out there that let you know, you know, what to what sometimes, which is very useful because I'm not gonna lie, I started a second playthrough and I was just like, nah. Nah, I don't think I have the time game. to do a second playthrough in any game. No, yeah, do you know, to be fair though, like, Sekiro is, Honestly, it is quite a short game, depending on how you play it. Okay. It's just the difficulty that, you know, keeps it going for a long time. Sure. That's why I thought, maybe, I'm just like, nah, man. And you can't change the difficulty difficult. on that game either, can you? Yeah, just watch one just, just difficulty. Just one difficulty. Hard. I like it. And hope you get a chance to play it one day. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Uh, but yeah, the really good game. All the bosses are designed very well. And there are lots of skill checks in the game. So, like, you might hit a boss where you're just like, oh, my goodness, this this person is killing me. I hate this. But once you beat them, the game becomes a lot more easy, a lot more fluid, because you, you've learned a lot of skills in that fight. Like, what you need to overcome him is just like, okay, if you can't beat him, then you can't do the rest of the game. So right. Like, you beat this guy, and then, boom, you're sorted. You're yeah. Ready. And the fact that there's not, like, a level-up system, it makes it easy for people who... You maybe want to try like the Soulsborne games, but don't really like the RPG elements of it. Like leveling up your character. Like, what if I what if I did this wrong? Then I'm I'm like under equipped for this really hard game. In this game, it's like you you just have all the tools you need, and you can get extra tools if like you so choose. Um, but you're always ready to like you know take on a boss. All you really need is your sword and just learn how to parry. And I love that about this game. You don't need to to take a boss's whole health bar. It's just the parry system. So you get that like posture up. You can just one shot them because it's like, alright, you've been a sick ninja, you've you've put up the pressure, you've deflected all their blows, and then boom, you get that kill. Because like you are a ninja, you're not really meant to have these like long drawn battles. It's gotta be like boom, 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 yeah. dead. Yeah. And if you're actually sick, you can just take out a boss in like a minute, maybe less. And that's when that's when the shine comes in, that's when the polish comes in, that's when you're like, Yes, I am <laughs> shit. 
and you just dominate and you just like run through the game that is the feeling which is why I've always said when you play Sekiro the, the first time you play it is the tutorial basically and the second time you play it that's when you're playing Sekiro oh it's wow so good. it is a really good game hmm. if, if, if you if you like a challenge and you want to give like this game a little bit of your time highly recommend it really good I mean hopefully I'll get the chance to do that um it's game, it's game of the year for a reason yeah that's that's right. They don't just yeah. give those away. Mm-mm, not at all. Otherwise, Death Stranding would have won it. Um, Boy, that's not on my list. <laughs> is it not? It's Are not. you sure about that? Not at all. Why not? You don't like the different packages. Oh, you don't I, like being Hermes intern. I, I just, oh. you know what's mad? I've met people who actually love the game. Yeah. And I've asked them about it, and they're like, "There's something about it." And I'm just like, you know what? That's good for you. I'm glad someone likes this game. Good. It's not me. But I'm glad. I'm sorry, but if someone tells me the reason they like a game is because there's something about it... I'm paraphrasing, obviously. I'm not going to buy that game. <laughs> I guess you just hate it. It's like, I guess like, it's like Marmite. Marmite, yeah, 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 fair. You hate it or you love it. Alright, so my final game of the decade is God of War 3. That's cheating. You can't have two God of War. Why not? Man. You, can't, you can't do this. My reasoning, I don't know. We'll see. I'll give my reasoning and then you, you, you have the final say. Right, so, the reason I've got God of War 3 up here, as well as God of War, mm-hmm. is because this game... It's because this game... <laughs> I love this game for different reasons. It came out at the start of the decade, 2010, and... Um, we were well into the PS3's life cycle in, by then and it was around about the time we started to actually uh, know each other yes, in true. college and I feel it was one of the main things that we really bonded over so that was a reason right away where I put it in there nice. um, oh, that's, that's a sick reason man respect so the story is amazing and bear in mind I started the series off at 3 because I had no idea of one and or two. I just went in with three because it kind of looked cool. And um, the story is amazing. It's very unique. It deals with the Greek mythology in a very unique way. Where it's true enough that it sticks to the canon pantheon. But it's loose enough that it, it kind of uh, uh, remixes the stories and the old tales that you know about Zeus and Hercules and all of this. Um, all, all of these stars. The violence is is probably some of the most expressive violence I've ever seen, oh, especially at that time. I mean, I'm like, what, 17 at the time. I'm, you know, hella into violence right now in my video games. And a game like God of War 3 is that vehicle that I'm allowed to just express myself. And it's completely, you know, non-violent, non-toxic because I play the game and then it's fine. I put it down and I'm all right the next day. Yeah, no one gets hurt. Exactly. Yeah. I thought Poseidon was designed hella well because so he's just a body of water and, you know, you can tell it right when you hit him, his voice is echoey and they went through a lot of effort to give us a package on that game and that was the finale of the you know, trilogy and, wow, they really went on a high. It's something I still think about, like, should Poseidon have been the first boss fight because it was so good or should that have come later or should that have been, like, how you start the game? I mean, it's definitely a good question to ask, but I think when you think about the God of War series as a whole, I think it's the right decision to put him right at the start mm. because everyone knows this is the one guy that Kratos cares about, so he's got to be at the end. Mm, yeah, 100%. And I feel you can't put Hades right at the beginning because he's been to Hades in God of War 1 and 2, so you know he's going to go there a yeah. third time, and you know this time's going to be a bit different. You just know because this is the third time going to Hades and he's promised he's going to kill Zeus. So Hades has to be like somewhat, not in the middle, but like 30% in, 30% of the way in. God of War always starts with a big boss. You know, you've had the Hydra, you've had the Colossus of Rhodes Mm -hmm. and it's got to be Poseidon in this game. And I think it's the perfect place to put him. And it doesn't harm the story because you actually go back to Poseidon's chamber Later on, and you get, on, and you get yeah, you get it's more really lore. Good. You kill his concubine, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. really well done. Paris is not does not give a fuck. 
And <laughs> it really opened my eyes to that creator isn't just a a war hungry criminal. He's actually very intelligent. The, the, well, I thought you were going to say sociopath. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's a social and a psychopath. The, the 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 way he comes up with the way he kills people is very creative. Yeah, their deaths aren't in vain. Like, there's yeah. always a reason. Okay, you need to die because I need to open this door. Mm-hmm. Thank you for your service. Yeah. <laughs> he has thought about the way he's going to kill every single yeah. one of the gods. He cuts off Hermes' feet so he can't run. Mm-hmm. He kills Hera by breaking her neck and kills all the flowers and plant life. Hades, he takes his soul. That's mad. So he can go through the Hyperion Gate. Exactly. Very smart. Hephaestus... Boy, <laughs> cutscene death. Thank you for that. I did. I did not have time for Hephaestus. Ah, uh, about everything. Hephaestus. Yeah, I mean, I, I did get tired of him learning about Pandora. Like it was his fault in the first place. And Aphrodite didn't die. Aphrodite. For obvious oh. <laughs> this is why Kratos is not just an idiot. <laughs> of all the gods he meets, Aphrodite is the one god he doesn't actually go out of his way to kill. And he needs to really stress every now and then. Yeah. Like, killing can only get you so far. I mean, he's got two emotions, and we see them both in that game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I can see why it was an 18-rated game. I, I thoroughly enjoyed my time playing that game. I have I have platinumed that game on two different generations because I've enjoyed that game so much. The memories it's given me, it. The first time I completed it, I gave it a 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. But now, I wouldn't. I'd give it a 9 because I don't think it's a perfect game. Partly because God of War is my idea of a perfect game yeah. right now. I mean, you can't be such a two-dimensional character yeah. in a perfect score. Yeah, yeah. You're not all there. Yeah. Mm. And um, I, you know, there, was, there was a couple of things in God of War 3 that I didn't like. So, like, um, the Scorpion... Before you go into the labyrinth, didn't make any sense. Yeah, it I thought I was really just fit. thrown in there. Yeah, yeah it didn't story. fit the story. Just, oh, yeah, the yeah, it was a bit shoehorned in. Yeah. I didn't like that. Um, I mean, it, so it, it was shoehorned in, but it kind of made sense because you've just got the Nemi ancestors at this point, and yeah. they wanted you to have like a reason to use it apart from the judges in hell. Sure, but at the same time, like it's a scorpion. Yeah, I mean, why a scorpion? Couldn't have been. <laughs> yeah, I feel that was like a bit disappointing, but uh, yeah, no, God of War 3 is my well, one of my uh, mainstay standout games of the decade just because it's a unique story. It's for the time, it was amazing graphics, um, amazing dialogue, and yeah, it was the game that we really bonded over, so yeah, and then the end where you just press circle. I thought I was going to kill Athena I honestly did think I'd slash her And the way she talks to you it makes it sound like you can Athena just showed you No respect during that game At all no. It just dipped and dipped And dipped yeah. and dipped And dipped And it's like you Cow You're a send out Yeah Do you know what I mean <laughs> But no you're right I think that is like Something that you know Helped us like Become good friends And Yeah Like God of War Is definitely you know Top tier for For just that reason alone Yeah Yeah but I think we're going to have to wrap it up there. Thank you very much for listening to the streamcast. What is your favourite game of the decade? Let us know. Is it GTA? Is it God of War? Is it Fortnite? Get in contact with us on Twitter and Instagram at streamcast underscore. You can follow and chat to me at Blackamora on Twitter and Blackamora underscore SC on Instagram. What's your Twitter and Instagram, Isaac? At Kenny, I think. Yes. Yes, there we go. Awesome. <laughs> no, okay, his Instagram is Dr. Killscreen. Oh, it's too. Oh, yeah, Dr. Killscreen. Yeah, I mean, both, Instagram. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, before we go, I would like to give a big, big shout out and thank you to L from PlayStation Access for winning the Game Changer giveaway uh, where you had to take a selfie outside the polling station after you voted. Uh, I won. Um, not the team that I voted for, but I, I won the prizes, so I'm going to get a bunch of cool stuff, a jacket, a hoodie, like 20 games, and tickets, and other stuff, and I can't wait to get them. You made my Christmas, you made my year, you made my decade. Oh, that's really nice. <laughs> and uh, stay tuned for more Streamcast in the new decade to come. 
hope you had a very merry Christmas and we hope you have a happy new year.